Bud Light and the geniuses in their marketing department have come out with the best idea ever. I, I could just see them just sitting in their conference room. They're like, hey, hey, Joey, what do you got for us? He's all right, picture this. I want to put a chick with a dick on our can, and I don't think we're going to have any negative blowback whatsoever. But Bud Light has done that. They partnered with trans activist Dylan Mulvaney for March Madness. And this isn't a, par- a parody. This isn't April Fool's. Uh, Bud Light is the first all-American beer drinking uh, <laughs> construction workers across the country are now just uh, all vying to get this limited edition can with the chick with the dick on it. And uh, that's trans TikTok star Dylan Mulvaney. Uh, she was announced as the latest spokesperson for Bud Light in a pair of videos that were attacked on social media. Attacked on social media! Who could have ever thought that this was coming? They didn't think there was going to be a negative blow. Obviously, obviously, Bud Light and their woke marketing company are have no idea who's out there drinking Bud Light. Bud Light, you know, the drink, it's probably drunk on more truck tailgates after a hard days of work, of sweating and you're, you're <laughs> sweating with your dick out. Um, I don't know. This is of all times. This is where I'm happy to say that the piss water that I prefer to drink is Coors Light, which is, uh, it's the, it's the, <laughs> it's the mellow rocky water in my can, and I have no trans dicks on my can. I'm not opposed to anybody that wants trans dicks on their can, but I would just feel, I, I don't know how that'd make me feel if I was just walking around with a transgender uh, logo on my can. I, I guess, you know, the jokes are going to fly about this. Now, it is a limited edition thing. It's not really for sale to the public, even though you see the images going all over the Internet right now. Um, but Dylan Mulvaney, uh, she is a trans activist. Notice how woke I am. I'm calling her a she. She's a trans act- activist. Uh, it doesn't say here, but I would like to add a trans activist uh, female with a penis. And um, the beer company sent packs of Bud Light featuring the influencer's face as a way to celebrate the 365 days of girlhood. Uh, that's a milestone that Miss Mulvaney recently reached. Happy March Madness. Just found out this had to do with sports and not saying it's a crazy month in celebration of this sports thing. At Bud Light is giving you the chance to win $15,000. Share a video with these. That's what Mulvaney wrote on Instagram and thank you to Bud Light. Um, so another video featured Mulvaney in a bathtub drinking a Bud Light beer as part of the campaign. Uh, I haven't seen the commercial. I don't know if there was any penis periscopes that happened to make a protruding entrance through the bubbles of the bath. Um, but if Bud Light did that, if Bud Light did that, I would reverse everything I'm saying right now. And I would say, holy crap, this is a funny campaign. And uh, I would actually back it. I would actually back it. If they went the comedic route with this and they put this transgender uh, Dylan Mulvaney on their can and they had a bathtub scene of Dylan Mulvaney drinking Bud Light uh, and, it, and it just went to an up periscope scene, I'd be about that. I would be about that because that, that my friends, would be funny as fuck. Sean. Um, I just wanted to ask you, uh, given comments by Keir Starmer in Britain, how do you and how does this government define a woman? Ooh, ooh. Um, Deep question. This is the New Zealand Prime Minister, by the way. I, to be honest, Sean, that's, that, that question's come slightly out of left field for, for me. Um, Look how scared he is. Well, biology, sex, gender. Um, 
people define themselves, people define their own genders. Yes, Dana has said that he believes 99.9% .9 of women do not have dicks. <laughs> and I know it's a strange thing for him to say, but given recent events in New Zealand, I'd ask again, how do you define what a woman is? Well, as I've, I think as I've just indicated, I wasn't expecting that question, so it's not something that I've, um, you know, formulated, pre-formulated an answer on. But um, in terms of gender identity, I think people define their gender identity for themselves. Self-identification. Yes. What in, if you like, an official or a wider societal sense? Again, um, I think we, we have rules in place now. If someone wants to change their gender on their birth certificate, for example, there's a process that they go through in order to do that. Um, I haven't got all of the, I haven't got the process chapter and verse in front of me, but it's it's available. Anybody can look it up and see what that process is. One follow up: You described that you thought some of Posey Parker's views were abhorrent. Could you tell us which ones? <laughs> I, I think some of the. The views being conveyed um, around trans, the transgender community, some of the sentiment. Her views. Yes, I'm some of the sentiment that she's expressed towards the transgender community is abhorrent, and in, in my view, well, that they shouldn't exist. All right. Well, that was a, that was a, a another another politician getting stumped with uh, how to define a woman. I mean, okay, okay, all right. Let's think about this for a second. Why is this such a complicated thing for people to answer in public? Have we really gotten to the point where we just, as a race of people, are so afraid of the psycho babble from these extremists that we are afraid to answer, what is a woman? A woman is a biological woman born with a vagina. A male is a biological male born with a penis. What is so hard about saying that? And why is it that, I mean, this guy, you could tell him, he gets asked this question. This is the prime minister of freaking New Zealand. He gets asked this question and he is just like, oh, 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 oh. If people are going to get upset about that, if the small, small minority of the small percentage of the population of the planet is going to lose their shit over saying that a male is born with a penis and a female is born with a vagina, let them be mad. Let them be mad. Because what they're requesting and what they're demanding everybody else do, what they're, what, what they're canceling people with in social media and all this other kind of nonsense is, 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 is outlandish. It's outlandish. But man, I'll tell you what, there's nothing, there's nothing more entertaining than the look on a politician's face, whether they're from New Zealand or they're from California or they're from the United States, when they get asked the question of what is a woman? And you can just see, you can just see the gears turning. And I mean, you know, people, it's a simple question. Just answer it. Be honest. You know, it's, it's one of those things again, where it's this, this outlandish screaming, screaming, un, un, un unhinged person, people, group of people out there that are making such a big deal out of this when what would put an end to it is if people would just start answering the question honestly. Now, what is a woman? What is a male? That's different than what you want to identify as. You identify as a unicorn for all I care. For all I care, identify as a unicorn. But you cannot deny the biological fact of what a woman and what a man is. I don't know. It's just ridiculous. I, I happened to run across that little clip and I just thought it was pretty entertaining this morning. And uh, for the record, Posey Parker, uh, who they're asking, uh, you know, the prime minister, what his views were on Posey Parker. Posey Parker, uh, her real name is Kelly J. Keen Minshall. 
Uh, she's New Zealand, and she is what she is. Is she's <laughs> she? I guess she's a militant anti-transgender rights activist over there, in New Zealand. Um, so that's why the reporter was asking him about that. All right. So enough of that. Enough of the um, uh, transgender Olympics going on here. The transgender Bud Light pole vault Olympics. Anyways, okay. I want to talk about these two news stories, and I want to just draw a contrast between these two stories. And the first story I want to talk about. It's not happy. It's not fun. And it's basically, I saw this headline as I was scrolling through the news, and it was Rochester man given 180 days in jail for raping girls. Now, apparently, these girls were like four years old and nine years old. Um, So anyways, a 20-year-old Rochester man will serve 180 days in jail and up to 30 years of probation in a case involving the rape of two juvenile girls in Olmstead County. Muhammad Bakari Shea appeared before District Judge Jacob Allen Monday, January 30th, 2023, for his sentencing hearing while multiple family members spoke about how Shay's actions affected them and et cetera. Okay. Okay. So I know this is an older story. It was came out in January, but this is, um, the, the, the oldest of the juveniles was nine and the youngest was between four and five years old. Anyways, this guy, his sentence was 180 days, 180 days. Okay. 180 days. Rape, rape. Okay. I, I just want you to get that in your mind. 180 days for rape. Now, I want to read you this next story, okay? This next story, now, this story broke on March 31st, and apparently there's this guy, and he was a pro-Trump meme maker. His name is Douglas Mackey, also known as Ricky Vaughn, okay? He's found guilty of trolling Hillary Clinton during 2016 election, and guess what? He's a meme maker. He's a meme maker. Now, he would, okay, what kind of stuff was he doing? Now he would he would do stuff like if you want to vote text your vote to this number. He was just doing like off the wall stuff like trying to get people to vote from the home by texting a number which is not a legal vote. Okay, so it was a little little fraudulent but he was mainly making memes whatever. He's a jokester, he's a prankster. This guy he didn't rape a, he didn't rape a 9-year-old and a 5-year-old. I can tell you that, okay? So what should be the balance, right? If if this guy that rapes a 4 uh, a 9-year-old and a 4 to 5-year-old multiple times gets 180 days in jail. What should this meme maker get? Well, this meme maker, he's facing a maximum of 10 years in prison when sentenced. Now, the sentencing hasn't happened yet. Mackey has been found guilty by a jury of his peers of attempting to deprive individuals from exercising their sacred right to vote for the candidate of their choice in the 2016 presidential election. And that was stated by the United States Attorney um, the, 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 the United States attorney also went on to say today's verdict proves that the defendant's fraudulent actions crossed the line into criminality and flatly rejects his cynical attempt to use the constitutional right of free speech as a shield for his scheme to subvert the ballot box and suppress the vote. Now, I'm not saying what this guy did was good. Okay. He's a jokester. He was doing stupid things that stupid people probably fell for. But the guy was making memes. He was making advertisements. He was using printed word just to divert people from an election. Okay, yeah, that's not a great thing. I get it. But the what I'm talking about here is the contrast. The contrast of a rapist getting 180 days in jail and this guy facing up to 10 years. Now, that's the maximum sentence. We don't know what he's going to be sentenced. But did you guys, do you guys get what I'm saying here? That there's something wrong with this? This whole, this whole um, 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 dishing out of justice where in today's society, somebody that makes a meme that hurts your feelings or a meme that goes against your political party or whatever it is, 
that that is more dangerous than an actual rapist that's raping little girls. It's crazy, crazy, crazy world that we're living in. Well, now in the news is one more reason to have a cat or dog in your house around young children. A new study has come out and it's said that pets, especially cats and dogs, may help protect infants from food allergies. Uh, that's what this study suggests. Uh, children who live with cats or dogs during fetal development and early infancy may be less likely than other kids to develop food allergies, according to a new study. Maybe that's why when I was a kid, nobody was allergic to peanuts and gluten and all this other bullshit because everybody had a ton of cats and dogs running around. Uh, the study published Wednesday in the journal PLOS1 analyzed data from over 65,000 children from Japan um, in the households where they hadn't eaten the dogs, uh, they found that these infants were much healthier for being around the dogs. Well, actually, it doesn't clarify here. Um, it doesn't say that whether eating the dogs could have played into this or not, um, but it did find that children exposed to cats or indoor dogs had a 13% to 16% lower risk of all food allergies compared with babies in pet-free homes. Uh, the quote from the author of the finding says, our findings suggest that exposure to dogs and cats might be beneficial against the development of certain food allergies, thereby alleviating concerns about pet keeping and reducing the burden of food allergies. Uh, that's according to the author. So anyways, that's a good story. If you've got dogs, um, yeah, it's good for the kids. Good for the kids. Just don't eat your dog because that's gross. Um, another story that came out that I thought was really interesting because even I, even I, in my ignorant state of mind uh, during this whole COVID crisis is like, well, if you're going to wear a surgical mask versus an N95, you're going to be much better off with an N95, right? That was just the rule of thumb, the belief on the street. Like if you were going to get masked up, if you're going to go through the trouble through that, if you had to wear one, or if you're really concerned about your health, that made more sense to wear an N95. Well, that too has been found out to be uh, false, now, this is, um, I'm reading this straight out of the National Library of Medicine, and it's P2 slash N95 respirators and surgical masks to prevent SARS-CoV infection, uh, effective, effectiveness and adverse effects. Basically, I read through this. It's a bunch of mumbo jumbo and a bunch of statistics, but basically they found out, yeah, there wasn't much difference between you wearing an N95 or a surgical mask. Neither one worked. Uh, they did find in the conclusions that uh, the irritability of the N95 mask versus the surgical mask was just harder on the people that was wearing it. So for you ultra virtue virtue signalers that were are still wearing the N95 to mask today, uh, let it be said by the medical community, uh, not only are you a dumbass, it, it does you no better than a surgical mask. It's just it's all it's just it's just all it's all fluff. It's all fluff. So go ahead, make your statement. I, I've actually seen people do. I tell you, I swear to God, I do a lot of um, I do a lot of government events, right? So I work around people from school districts, universities, uh, kind of stuff like that. And I'm around these people all the time. And some of these people have been masked up for going on what is this? Uh, three years of masked up. And I'm telling you, I'm telling you, these people's ears are de fucking formed. They're de-fucking formed from having that tension from those masks on all day long, every day. Their ears are like folded and creased. And I'm telling you, man, this is this has become three years of this nonsense has become an evolutionary evolutionary curve uh, uh, of these 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 idiot leftists that think they're they're protected by these masks. They are actually morphing. 
the, the, their heads are morphing to accommodate this mask wearing. It is the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen in my life. But that's what's going on with the mask. Uh, the another crime wave of the future that's coming in hot as I wrap this up is voice cloning. And especially for somebody like me that has so many hours of my voice out there on the internet for people to do as they please. Uh, but voice cloning is the new weapon in scammers arsenal for family emergency schemes. Okay. This is Fox news reporting. Um, it's becoming increasingly common and with remarkable accuracy through the use of AI technology. However, as with any technical technological advancement, there will always be those who seek to use it for malicious motives. In this case, scammers are now using voice cloning to trick you into believing that you are receiving calls from your loved ones or friends when in reality, you are being targeted by a fraudulent scheme. With the rise of these scams, it is super important for you to be aware of the risk associated with voice cloning technology and to take steps to protect yourself from these deceptive cons. Uh, how does it work? Voice cloning is, is the creation of an artificial simulation of a person's voice using artificial intelligence technology. Since a scammer only needs a short amount of recorded speech to clone your voice, they can easily steal your voice and use it for whatever means they wish. Um, and what they do is they call you up. If you answer a robocall and speak to a scammer, they can take that recording of your voice. Okay, so they're saying that they're getting your voice just from talking to robocalls. They're phishing you with a robocall. If you carry on a conversation with that robocall, they're snatching your voice file and they're turning into this AI thing where they can ask your family anything you want. So I am going all the way with this. So every phone call that I get from any one of my three sons, even though my one-year-old really doesn't use the phone yet, uh, but any of them requesting money for any means, I'm going to have to rule it out. I'm not doing any Venmo transfers, no bank transfers, no nothing, because I refuse to be the victim of a voice caller scam. If they want money from me, guess what? They're going to have to do it the old-fashioned way and come up and see their good old dad. Anyways, this is Jake with Radio Underland. This has been another little quick little... I, I call it five minutes of the news, but I think I ramble on for more closer to 20. Anyways, be safe. Be good humans. You know, don't get the dick in your mouth when you're drinking your Bud Light. All right. I'll talk to you later. Bye. I'm close to it. Baby, I'm getting closer to the truth. Yeah.